1: Everybody to wrestling Omakase. It is episode number one hundred and eighty. And this week I am very pleased to be joined by a returning guest, hello Quinlan. Hi. <laughs> How you been? Uh I've been okay, I guess. Not really, but <laughs> Yeah, well as best as you can be.
0: In yeah. our uncertain times.
1: Yeah. I mean normally normally when you and I do the show we're at the same location. Uh, yeah, but we can't really do that right now because uh, we've
0: done it digitally before, but only once or twice, or maybe only once. But yeah,
1: what was the one we did digitally? I don't remember.
0: I think it was after the the last New Japan tour in America because there was a oh, Sunday show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. just didn't have time to record until like the next day when we were both in separate states. So
1: back back when there were New Japan shows. There were Japan shows. Yeah, in America. Yeah, back
0: when, America. when I couldn't wait for that MSG show that never
1: came uh but yeah that I hope one day will one day but yeah and things are things are kind
0: 2025. of
1: 2025 <laughs> things are kind of bad right now in uh even here in the northeast find uh, the word kind of yeah well they're still not that bad in New York it's still it's really bad in New Jersey yeah. where
0: you are uh, that's really sad
1: yeah uh but yeah I mean like you know I think we're still below 3% positive and you guys are at like 7 um, or something
0: your numbers are even better if you if if tomorrow Staten Island sunk into the sea, but the numbers <laughs> would go
1: way up. So. Uh, but That's yeah, yeah. I mean things are pretty bad nationwide in America right now. But uh, you yeah. know, not that I want to dwell on that, and you know, uh, take take. Hopefully, this people use this as an escape. But you know, just saying why we're not like. You know, normal times, I think the two of you, two of us would have watched today's show together. Yeah.
0: Well, you know then, where things aren't that bad because people are sitting next to each other? Uh,
1: Japan. <laughs> Their numbers actually have gone up a little bit. Yeah, later. I know. Because I, I looked it up, and they have gone up, but
0: so far they haven't traced any, like, outbreaks to any New Japan shows, so I think that's why they're... Yeah. So far, New Japan hasn't caused, and if you've been paying attention, wrestling companies in uh, America, they've been kind of having a, a little bit of outbreaks here and there. Uh, I think Good. WWE is up to three, uh, and AEW hasn't had really an outfit. They've just had some people test positive outside the company, but uh, New Japan's been pretty safe. And it just—it nearly like set me flying on my chair when I saw people in a building sitting next to each other. It was like so shocking. It's like holy fuck, we yeah. could do that again yeah. one day. Is that possible? <laughs> Can we achieve that 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 goal? here in America, of having people sitting next to each other. Wow. I don't know. Maybe one day.
1: Maybe maybe one day when the next president isn't a man where the the J in Donald Trump stands for genius, according to his
0: supporters. (laughs) people tell me, you know, uh, do you really expect Biden to handle it better? And I'm like, well, when it comes to Biden and Trump, one caught corona, the other didn't. So, yeah, I
1: I do. Also, what a fucking question. Do you really expect uh, Biden to handle it better? He really couldn't handle any fucking worse. Nope. I mean,
0: we I do have that. the highest death rate of the entire world from this. It's virus. like, wow. People say per capita, they covered it up in other countries. I don't
1: know. It's like you really, uh, really, really left him a high bar here. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. To, yeah. To, to reach here for buy. But yeah, I don't know. um it, Everything's bad here, but we got wrestling to talk yeah. about, thankfully. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a good show, I would say. Not, like, a amazing show, but, like, a pretty good show with a really good main event, so...
0: I really know. felt the show would, like, drag for me, but it did move fast, even though it was, like, three and a half hours. I saw that length, and I was like, oh, man. But then it was, like... It, it like, felt a lot quicker than it was. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, man, I only have two matches left. All the, all the matches were pretty quick, especially the early ones, which were really, really short. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll get to that, Yeah.
1: Yeah. But other than that, I mean, you know, I guess we're all doing as good as we can be. And people enjoy you ha- enjoy when I have you on because I guess they enjoy our chemistry as friends for the last, like, what, 17 years or something? Yeah, so, uh,
0: going through a lot of wrestling uh, uh, tastes, or what would you use the term, uh... Where we have like an obsession with a type of wrestling for a while. We went to Ring of Honor a bunch of times. Went to Evolve. Went to Chikara.
1: This Evolve. When did we go to? Ev- well, we, we only went
0: to a couple of Evolve shows. There was time we were going to like every WWE show in the area back before they were like, you know, bad.
1: Yeah. How long did we? I don't know. You suddenly sound really. You sound far away. All of a sudden. We only went to a couple of Evolve shows. Okay.
0: I was just muttering because okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, we didn't really go to many Evolve.
1: The WWE shows too. We went to. Like, when I, made, I made a list of just the pay-per-views. It's actually a lot. <laughs>
0: like, we,
1: to, yeah. we went to a uh, lot we, of We you, went to a
0: Rumble. We went to a Mania. A Survivor Series. A SummerSlam. And multiple other pay-per-views.
1: Yeah. Some yeah. of them are really bad. That Remember that No Mercy at Continental yeah. uh, no <laughs> I actually didn't hate that that much. That, that was show kind of, like, fun to me. I don't know. Really? That show fucking sucked. I think it was.
0: No, I think if I'd watched it at home, I would have been like, this sucks. But being in this crowd where, like, the building, I, I don't remember the building being that full. Like, uh, and everyone around us weren't really making that much noise. I don't remember. It was just us, like cheering for all the heels. Or I, I remember, like
1: I remember cheering our really, ass off for Dupree. Yeah, Suzuki. So I was gonna bring that up. We loved Dupree and Suzuki uh, against Paul. They were they were up against Paul London, I think. And oh no, not Paul. No, London. No, Raymond Sierra Rovenda. And we were like cheering our asses off for Dupree and Suzuki. They were already doing the song gimmick at that point, right? Yes, yeah, where yeah. he sang
0: like an American song before the yeah. match and like cheer my ass up for spike dudley against nunzio and and uh, i don't uh, i think roman reigns older brother luther reigns versus uh eddie guerrero i don't see the family resemblance but
1: uh yeah the fucking undertaker i I just remember that undertaker mr anderson was that no it it was jbl JBL, right undertaker (laughs) and jbl that fucking uh last push (laughs) the last drive match
0: do you remember who caused the Undertaker the match to get a big push that It was Heidenreich, right? Yes, yeah. Heidenreich came out and called the Undertaker the match. <laughs> and, was, was, uh, and, yeah. and murdered him, drove the car into a wall with Undertaker still in it. Did, but,
1: <laughs> okay, I forgot about that's that. That's
0: how it should ended. And then JVL got in the ring and told us we all sucked. And they are like, have fun going home, everybody. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> we saw a hero get murdered, and then the champion came in and told us we suck. And now... <laughs> we... <laughs> But I was like, well, John Cena won, so he won his U.S. title back, so everything's nice. And then, like, two days later, he lost it to Carlito in his debut and then got stabbed as an explanation <laughs> for him leaving. He got stabbed in a club. Um,
1: yeah. By by uh, Bull Buchanan, right? By, no, by Hazus. Oh, Hazus! That's right. Hazus. Okay. Oh, God, what a what a trip 2004 SmackDown is. Oh, well, uh, well,
0: yeah, late 2004. Yeah. It yeah. was like... I think that was my first ever pay-per-view live.
1: Oh, my God, I've, been, I'm
0: sorry. I've been to Raw's and SmackDown's. I never been to, And we went to Raw the next night, I think, didn't we? Did we? In yeah. MSG? Probably. That was when, to start the feud between Kane and Snitsky, because Snitsky killed his baby or something. <laughs> the next night. That was some interesting storylines at that
1: time. Yeah. The first pay-per-view I ever went to was WrestleMania 10, so... Oh, yeah,
0: you <laughs> probably don't, don't remember that. I don't even I remember, remember it. No, no, not
1: really. The first one I really remember is... uh. SummerSlam '97. So, but yeah, I, what was I, What were you we talking about? I guess just all the shows you went to. What's the, the yeah. last pay per view you went to? Was that that's one in Long Island, right? With like Edge and. Triple I want to say
0: that's the last pay per view we went to. Yeah, and I think Shawn Michaels and um, and Jericho. Yeah, I think it was on it, two. So I think unless like... unless Survivors. What the Survivor Series we went to in Philly?
1: That was O six. That was way. Early. That was O
0: six, and yeah. if this was O seven, yeah, that probably is the last pay view we went to.
1: Well, I, I, thought think, was, I, think, I thought this. I I thought it was O eight. I think.
0: Oh, this might have even. Been yeah, because we went to I summer.
1: Remember. I think we went to SummerSlam O seven.
0: Oh, with Orton. Yeah, uh, Orton Cena. Cena,
1: and then I think this was like June <sighs> or July O eight. I don't. I don't remember what show it was. Like Night of Champions or so, something. Maybe. Yeah,
0: some one of those or Unforgiven or yeah. something like that, and then. We went to like a SmackDown at the end of '08, and that was the last show you went to, I think. Last WWE show you went to, yeah, because oh, I and I've been to two since
1: then. Because by the time we get to '09, like, like oh, yeah, '09 is like the year where I I really watched almost no wrestling. Thinking about it, and then yeah. like, and then like 2010, we started getting really into Jakara and went to all those like BDK era Chikara shows, um. And I guess that would be like the last time we went to a ton of live wrestling, right? I guess. Yeah. I went to like a random
0: RAW in Long Island in twenty thirteen because my cousin got me a free ticket. He had an extra ticket. And then I went to an NXT show in New Jersey like a year and a half to two years ago, I think. And that was like it was like the night before takeover and that's the last WWE type show I've been to. Yeah. Just those two. And and the RAW was, was not that good, but the only thing I really remember about it is he was in Nassau Coliseum and Dolph Ziegler came out in the New York Islanders jersey to get, you know, cheered and the fans started chanting, let's go, Rangers. And I was like, wow. Well, <laughs> and to get heat, Damien, I think he was facing Damien Sandow in like a straight fight. Damien Sandow did the elbow of disdain on the long on the Islanders jersey. Uh, I don't think he got as much heat as he expected, but. Was that like but the a... look? I just remember the look of disgust on his face as he looked down at the jersey before delivering the elbow of disdain.
1: <laughs> the elbow of disdain. Where, where what, was that? Like the three-hour era or no? I can't remember if it was a three-hour show. I don't think it was, but it might have been. When did three-hour? I don't Raw... think... Start. I wonder if I can find. When did Monday Night Raw go to three hours? Uh, WWE Raw. I think it, it was, buddy. I think it looks like good. it looks like it went to. It looks like it went to three hours in 2012.
0: Then it was a three-hour show, I guess. Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I'm just trying to figure. I'm seeing this here. Uh, yeah, on, on July 23rd, 2012, Raw aired its 1,000th episode, which also began its permanent three-hour format. So yeah. I mean yeah, that I was. that was the thing where it's, like why I would even if I even if I didn't hate WWE I, you know I I just can't even imagine sitting through a three hour raw it just sounds awful, but yeah
0: yeah it's just yeah
1: it's just way too fucking long
0: but it's longer than their pay per views most of the time anyway. why
1: yeah I mean their pay per views are pretty short now right uh,
0: most of them are usually like two and a half hours I think Hell in a Cell was three hours though That's
1: okay I don't yeah I That's haven't all of it. I really haven't watched much of anything from them this year so. Yeah. But uh, it's better yeah. than last
0: year so far, I guess. But
1: that's—is it, it really?
0: Much. Well, last year they fucking had some of the worst—the uh, the fiend's reign of terror. I mean, it hasn't been as bad this year as it was last year.
1: Okay, I'll take your word for it. I guess there
0: has none of the Hell in a Cell matches this year ended in a disqualification.
1: <laughs> that's true.
0: Because a man wasn't being himself.
1: <laughs> this is not you, sir uh... the fucking Therapist, let him. <laughs> That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen, I have to say. so
0: The classic closed <laughs> caption, as the show ends, fans, boo. <laughs> uh,
1: anyway, so um, before we get to the show we're actually going to talk about, which is the New Japan Best of Super Junior 27 slash World Tag League 2020 kickoff show. Just want to get a quick plug-in for the Patreon. Uh, we'll be covering both these tournaments, along with the DBT uh, DO Grand Prix, uh, throughout the month of November Into the month of December on the Patreon So if you go to patreon.com Slash Wrestling uh, You can sign up now for only $5 uh, There's a ton of stuff on there There's a great preview I did uh, With Jamie from the Dramatic DDT website uh, Who knows DDT better than anybody uh, That went up out this past Friday And he and I previewed the DO For over an hour uh, We looked at all 20 competitors or all 18 competitors, I think, actually. Uh, whatever. No, 14. I'll get it eventually. All 14 competitors. Uh, we looked at all the shows. We, we put down whichever, you know which shows look better and look, which shows look a little more like skippable. So if you're not looking to watch all of it, we can recommend some shows maybe to skip. Um, but we go through all the competitors in, in pretty great detail. Uh, so that's on the Patreon right now for you to listen to. And then starting tomorrow, from I'm recording this, Monday... You will have daily coverage. Uh, so this week you'll get four shows um, on the Patreon. So World Tag League Night 2 tomorrow on Monday, uh, Best of Super Junior Night 2 on Wednesday, World Tag League Night 3 on Thursday, and Best of Super Junior Night 3 on Friday. So those those last two especially are pretty big shows because those are both corking shows. Uh, so those that should be a lot of fun. Um, and again, that'll only be on the Patreon. So if you want to hear my thoughts on any of those shows, only on the Patreon, if you want to hear, you know, us follow along with all the shows. Only on the Patreon, uh, we will be back next week on the regular feed to do, you know, a couple shows. But for the most part, all the audio coverage of these tournaments, along with the do, will only be on the Patreon. So patreoncom slash You get all of that for five bucks. You get. Um, all the other shows I've done recently, which were mostly these patron submitted matches where we covered all sorts of stuff. We did, uh, we just did Yuji Nagata versus Katsuyori Shibata from 2016, which was an awesome match. Um, we did the, um, debut match of Kari Hojo slash Kari Sane, uh, and Stardom back in 2012, which was, you know, you could see how good she was going to be right from that debut match um we did a match from the original uwf or actually no the second uwf uh in 1989 which was a lot of fun so very different style of wrestling so if any of that sounds fun which it all was honestly you can check it out on the patreon right now uh along with all sorts of other stuff you know if you've never been a subscriber we have series up there um you know covering every okada tanahashi match in order every naito versus tomio ishii match in order Uh, We cover not just each match, but also, uh, you know, all the stuff they were doing in between each match. So basically, you know, kind of like an oral history of each guy in New Japan, which I know people really seem to have liked. So if you've never subscribed, all that's up there right now. You pay your five bucks and you can download all of it and, you know, go through it, which I see people do all the time. I see like newer subscribers going through all all this old stuff. So, you know, definitely check that out. Uh, And like I said, it's at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Omikaze. Okay, let's get into the show here, which was from earlier today, November 15th at the Aichi Prefectural Gymnasium, the combined night one uh, for the Best of Super Junior and the World Tag League. Now, if you're not up on the schedule here, the they're only doing two nights like this. So this night, the night one for both leagues is you know 10 matches, five from each. Uh, going forward, they'll be split so it'll be, you know, World Tag League, then BOSJ, then World Tag League, then BOSJ, all the way till the end. Um, the last night for both, the Night 9 will be the double Night 9 on December 6th in Fukuoka. So they will do one more night like this with all 10 matches, but for the most part, they'll be split up. Um, you said it at the start, but I really was surprised by how like fast this show went and how much it blew by. I think just doing so many shorter matches, especially on the undercard, really help with that. But I thought this was a really enjoyable show.
0: I do have one question. I I did never figure this out. When are they doing the finals? Are they doing both finals on the same show? Yeah, it's
1: at or... the it's at the Nippon Budokan.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, December so, 11th. I wonder what I think. I mean, I guess it depends on who makes it to the finals. But I, I what would be the main event? You think the best Super Juniors or I? I would hope I think that should be the main event. Depending yeah. on I mean, assuming Hiroima is one of the two finalists, and I think he has to be, then that should definitely be the main event. I don't, but I agree. Uh, I, I guess, guess we'll see. Say.
1: Yeah, but yeah, this show blew by. I thought.
0: Yeah. No, it went by really quick. Yeah. Uh,
1: so the opener was the World Tag League, so the the best of Super Junior did main event this show. Uh, the opener was Ishii and Yano defeating Chase Owens and Bad Luck Fale in only five that five minutes. yeah five thirty five. Uh, uh, yeah. Yano pinned Fale. Um Well,
0: did he? That was very... I was like, so who's pinning... Is he pin Fale with Chase? And I was like... Yeah, uh, we can go through it. Confusing.
1: But, uh... Okay. So Fale's been gone for a long time, but he's still right. going after the poor ring announcer. I guess nobody told him that's Evil's job now.
0: No, maybe that'll start a feud. I don't know. <laughs> Has Fale declared which side of the Bullet Club he... He uh, falls
1: in with. A... I I, maybe he I haven't seen the promos from today. Maybe. He'll yeah, from... I guess
0: so. Maybe we'll see what he says. By the
1: way, we didn't mention this. I I meant to mention this before. Corland do you still like New Japan?
0: Yeah.
1: Why? Uh, apparently, we're the last. This is the last podcast on this network that still likes New Japan. So. Oh, why? Why don't they like New <laughs> Japan? I don't know. Like the, the voice resting flagship. If people didn't hear it this past week, they fucking like buried it like way harder than I thought they were going to. So I don't know. For what? Well, people are very mad about the um the Ibushi Naito white booking at the Tokyo Dome, which I I kind of don't disagree. I think that was kind of stupid, but like,
0: what do you mean? What about it? That
1: well, that that White beat Ibushi for the briefcase, and now Naito just basically says, "Hey, I still want to fight face Ibushi." And despite the fact that the New Japan never listens to Naito on anything, because he's been saying he wants to defend the belt separately all year, too. Yeah, I uh, don't know
0: what they're doing with that. They're but. just like,
1: okay. So, so it, I don't know, it just kind of makes the whole thing feel cheap it, to me. It, it would make
0: more sense if Naito and Abushi had met in the G1 and Ibushi had pinned him yeah, or something but, on top of that. But, yeah, I remember think when when I saw all that happen, basically, when I saw Ibushi running out to attack Jay White when he interfered in the main event, I was like, oh, okay, well that feud's not over with. They wouldn't have done this if... Yeah. So I guess... So I immediately thought Bushi's probably gonna... Naito's probably gonna say, hey, I still wanna fight Ibushi on night one. And then I'm assuming Ibushi beats him and then faces Jay White on night I two. I agree, but it,
1: makes, it also makes it too obvious that Ibushi's winning. I think. Yeah, I do. But look, I look, agree look. with
0: that too. But, but... maybe he won't. And, but then I'm gonna feel really fucking bad for Abushi.
1: But yes, uh, I'm, so, but, I mean, I, I agree that Booking's kind of stupid, but they went, like, really far with it and, like, really just kind of buried the the, the entire year. And, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I still think... I'm not that, that
0: angry, though, but... Yeah. I still think
1: this year's been good. I don't know. Is that, yeah. is that really that crazy? But, I mean, I like most of what they've done. But, uh... I mean, they still they still are, to me, like, the most consistently enjoyable promotion.
0: Yeah.
1: But, uh, I don't know. It's, like, if you really, really like... Like, if if people really think... I don't know. Like, people really love AEW, but, like... I. I just mm, like they do. They to good, me, but... the AEW stuff that's stupid is way stupider than New Japan stuff. Like, I don't ever need to see people doing Broadway musicals in the middle of a wrestling show.
0: Yeah, well, that was whatever it was. I, I think some of their feuds have been uh, not the best booked. Some of them have been really good. Some of them have been like, uh, "What do you guys do?" Like the Young Bucks FTR feud the whole time. I was like, "So both these guys are heels, so why?" do I who, who am I cheering for here and well, I think that Broadway musical thing if there's anyone left thinking well this company is going to be the you know the sports company of wrestling where they just do wrestling well obviously they're not they're they're doing that sports entertainment too and don't lie to yourself that they're not yeah with that kind of stuff that it's, it's so, yeah it's there but that's fine i mean that's fine I, it's not, I what it. It. It's not what
1: i like so.
0: it's not what everyone like i'm fine but just don't try to tell me that they're like the pure sports Wrestling company when they have their wacky stuff too, which is you know, which is fine in wrestling. Wrestling can be wacky, but just don't tell me you're going to be like hard hit or something when you're obviously not.
1: Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The part is, I guess, I, 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 if people want, I guess, a another side of the coin of if they heard that flagship segment this week, I still think New fans had a really good year. Maybe really good's too strong. Maybe just good, but I, I think considering what
0: the world is like and the hand they were dealt I I, think they've had a really good year
1: I agree and here's that's the other thing is like I, I keep even people and they said this on the air so I have to say even when people say that you you know oh COVID is a factor and the crowds are a factor I think they're way underrating how big of a factor it is because before COVID New Japan had undisputably the hottest crowds on earth I mean, yep. I don't think that's even an argument, honestly. They, they, these crowds were just went crazy for everything, especially Korokin, especially Tokyo. And, you know, so they had a way bigger... Now they have these clap crowd rules, which, by the way, uh, apparently that's a great idea because they've had no fucking, uh, you know, break... They've had no outbreaks, like we said earlier. So, yep. I mean, apparently this is what you should be doing. But it is obviously going to affect, you know, the, the viewing product and... You know, I think it's an even bigger drop-off to people. Like, something like that Power Struggle main event with all those run-ins and stuff, I honestly, like, truly believe that would not have come off as badly to some people if you had the crowd going nuts, which they would have been going nuts before COVID. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I just think people really underrate. Even when they say they're taking that into into account, I really think they underrate just how big of a gap there is between going from the hottest crowds in wrestling to only being able to clap. I mean, it doesn't affect, it, it, it doesn't come off, it doesn't, like, affect other promotions nearly as much if you look at, like, a, I mean, I love Noah and I love DUT, I think they're having great years, too, but, like, both those companies did not have super hot crowds to begin with, so going from, you know, crowds that weren't super hot to crowds that can only clap is just not the same thing as going from the hottest crowds in the world to, Crowds that can only clap, that makes sense, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So I Go think people, it. I think people underrate how big of an impact that has, and you know, I, I mean, I guess we won't know for sure until, you know, hopefully these crowds can start making real noise again next year because, you know, Japan did pre-purchase the same vaccine as uh as we did, so <laughs> I hopefully and I and I bet they'll have a lot easier time convincing people getting that people to, to take it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, but yes, so that, I just wanted to point that out because, you know, that, that flagship segment, I mean, I, I agree with some of it, like the booking for the Wrestle Kingdom stuff, I do think has gotten convoluted in, you know, two years ago. And,
0: and I'm afraid they're gonna have to find a new wacky way to defend the world title on two nights like every year now yeah exactly
1: but they With gotta the,
0: figure out something where there's another where one night is the ic title and the other night is the world and there's some other thing to determine the number one cont- I, I don't know but the, the the final wacky way of booking the champion facing two challengers each night one the g1 one you one someone else that's that's gonna get kind of crazy so well, it already gotta- i think it already
1: has yeah, so, so first they
0: got to separate those fucking belts. Yeah, I don't know when they're going to do so, that. So, so
1: but... those are I think those are all valid complaints, but I just don't think the year has been that bad. I mean, there, there's nothing in this year that I think is nearly as stupid as that Bullet Club Civil War in 2018. So, yeah, that you know, there's nothing here where like you know that a storyline has been built up all year long and like comes to a fucking wet fart of an ending because i don't
0: think uh Shay white is going to turn on evil on twitter and then just never have a match
1: um, (laughs) he's not going to announce he's not going to announce on a boat that he is no longer a member and then yeah they never wrestle and they just leave i don't think that's going to happen so uh but yes as far as let's see this match goes i guess as we were talking about the opener uh this is pretty bad i thought this was the only Um... match on the show that i didn't like
0: I actually uh-huh. didn't mind it. I thought, I mean, it's only it was only five minutes long and is a tag match, but I thought Fowler looked like he was moving a little bit faster than he did before he left. I remember he got really slow and kind of bad last time, but maybe it was just this. Maybe I'll see it when he f- is in a longer match. But he seemed to be moving a little quicker than me. Like he's improved a little bit, but yeah. it could be like well, I shouldn't. Say he's back to his old self. Is he a D? Like like he had gone down. Like he used to be. Pretty good for like a big guy, and could have some good matches. Then all of a sudden he he lost weight and got worse, and got slower and more sloppy, and he seemed to be okay here. But I guess we'll see. I, I had low expectations going into this. Season. Maybe that's what it was.
1: But. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought like the like for five minutes they managed to pack in a lot of boredom especially when he and Chase were, like, beaten on Ishii in slow motion. Now, Ishii and Chase did have a little bit of an exciting sequence with a nice falling lariat from Chase and a big German suplex from Ishii. Uh, so, you know, that was, like, the only highlight of the match. But the ending was so fucking stupid.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean,
1: so, the, like, I took points off for that because, like, so, so Yano and Fala get tagged in. Yano immediately rakes his eyes. He takes off the turnbuckle pad. He tries to body slam Fale for some reason. Why, why would he do that? He's usually a smart, like, trickster kind of guy. And so he's like, I'm going to slam Fale. Okay. Uh, doesn't go well for him. He tries a second time. Fale reverses into his own slam. Ishii tries to come in, but Fale sends him into the exposed corner. We get the five-minute call. Fale accidentally uh, crushes his own partner, Chase, in the corner. Ishii and Yano, like, send him into the corner a second time. Uh, Yano tries to slam him again Fale reverses into his own slam Ishii comes and knocks Yano Down on top of Fale Yano covers Fale and Then Chase comes in Misses a big splash and splashes his own Partner and then Yano kind of just Piles on top of both for the pin A very goofy ending that looked Pretty stupid I mean I don't I didn't think it looked cool or funny Or anything I just think it just was a of like amateur hour ending to me. But I don't know. Yeah. Do you disagree? Uh, it was it was a Yano
0: finish. I mean I didn't like, even,
1: no, no no I didn't even think it was as good as the usual Yano finish. I thought it was like much stupider. But yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean I, I did I was confused, like why is the ref counting a pin when he's and why can't Chase just get up and uh, <laughs> I, don't
1: know. I gave this match one and a half stars. I didn't think it was very good. Uh not a promising start for the Chase volley team, but we'll see. Uh, but this is the only bad match on the show, honestly. Uh, what, you thought something else was bad?
0: Well, Yeah, the next one.
1: <laughs> really? I thought this was fun. Okay,
0: I don't understand. Well, let me explain.
1: Oh, first let me say what it was. So yeah. Master Watto defeats Yuya Uemura in four fourteen team with the TTD, the Tenzan, Tenzan Tombstone Driver. Uh, what, why'd you hate this match, buddy?
0: Well, I just... It only went four minutes. Yeah. And if I'm conf- so if Watto can beat Uemura in four minutes, I don't want to see Uemura having like a competitive 15-minute match with like Desperado or Hiromu. I don't want, it should Buddy, be like you, do you
1: two minutes in every match. Watto is getting pushed in this tournament. I hope you realize uh, that. Okay. His last, uh, do you know who his opponent is in the last night? Who? Hiromu Takahashi. Uh. He'll probably be alive. Okay. He'll probably be alive on the last night. They they need they he needs like a new gimmick. Like okay. like
0: yesterday. I this gimmick screams like dork to me. I I didn't so they're giving him a push with this like this gimmick's fine if he's gonna be just an opening match guy that gets pinned in every match, like Captain New Japan or something, but they're gonna push him with this gimmick with the blue hair. I haven't met anyone who's like oh Skimmick's awesome star. No <laughs> one has said that to me. Everyone thinks it's stupid, or they're just like, eh, "It's whatever." I think it's but funny.
1: None.
0: I enjoy it. It shouldn't be funny. It should. <laughs> I, don't, I don't
1: know. I don't know. I think you're you're hating on poor Master Watto here. They're not pushing him to the to the moon, buddy. I mean, you think he's going to be a competitive junior heavyweight? That's not like the biggest push of all time. I guess, but I don't know. I mean, he's clearly going to get a push in the storm because, and I thought that's why they they had him go out here and beat. Uemura pretty quickly, but, I yeah. I mean, but Uemura got a lot of offense still. I mean, so Uemura went right at Wado at the bell. Um, you'd honestly think Wado would be a little more prepared for a Young Lion Rush attack. He was just a Young Lion himself, not that long ago. But uh, Uyemura, like puts him right into a Boston Crab. He tried to get the very fast tap out, but Wado was able to make the ropes after his struggle. Um, Wado came back with his nice kicks, really nice kick combo. I thought. Um, he had a pair of soccer ball kicks for a two count. Um, but yeah, then Uemura tried to hit, like, um, he tried to catch him. He, well, he did catch him with a real nice counter drop kick. He tried to get him with the double underhook belly to belly. Uh, Watto blocked it, but Uemura hit this big release German, really sent Watto flying. And then he tried the double underhook belly to belly again, but this time Watto, like, latched his legs onto Uemura's legs to keep from going over. And then he hit that... Big like side driver thing he does. I don't know what that thing's called. You know what I'm talking about, right? Where like he he like hooks the guy's arm and then drops him like almost like a power bomb. Yeah, yeah. It looks really cool. And then he hits the Tenzon Tombstone Driver, and that's the pen. Now I really liked the idea of Tenzon teaching Watto his own finisher. I mean, he hasn't even used he hasn't even used the TTD in forever. I don't. I can't remember last time he won a match with it. It's a pretty cool move. So I think it's a cool alternate finisher for Watto to go along with his top rope thing he does. Uh, but yeah, I thought this was a fun little match. It didn't, didn't last long, but I thought Uemura got to show a ton of fire before Watto put him away. Uh, I went three stars on it. I thought it was good. But I guess he didn't like it. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Mm, I mean, if they're going to push Watto, then I, uh, good luck, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like wish he didn't have blue hair. I, What's wrong with the blue hair? Uh, it's just, I don't, it, uh, uh, maybe it'll, maybe it'll work. Maybe we'll get over, and I'll look dumb, and I'll be like fine. I, just, I don't hate the gimmick. I just don't see it as something for like a guy you want to push.
1: Every like, time, every time you and say, I know,
0: and I know he's really good. I remember him as a young lion. I, I know how good he is. I, I don't. I don't hate him. I just hate this weird, wacky gimmick they gave him. <laughs>
1: Every time you say blue hair, like, disgusted, I think, of, uh, I think of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge, but then I realize it's green hair. Do you remember that? Yeah. With, Seto, so. with Seto Kaiba with the green hair and that. Green, <laughs> and he <was>
0: disgusted, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you like, screw the rules, I have green hair. Anyway, no one knows what I'm talking about, so it's fine. Uh, the World Tag League. The mm-hmm. World Tag League 2020. Gray Okan. Jeff and, Cobb. And Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb, the X. Uh, he pins... Tana, they beat Tanahashi and Hanare... Uh, Cobb Pintanari in only 2.28. Two minutes, yeah. With the tour of the islands. Uh, first of all, I think most people predicted Cobb. Were you surprised? No. I, I
0: had heard Cobb, yeah.
1: I, do you know what I noticed too? O'Conn, they really modified his gear a lot now. So he's no longer, he's wearing the question mark in a way that it's like below his eyes instead of covering his entire face, which I think looks a lot better. And like Mm -hmm. his robe and his tights have changed quite a bit too. Um, I think they're already basically toning down the like Mongolian gimmick, you know. That's what it seems like to me. Like he he basically just looks a lot more normal now, which I think is a uh, you know, I think it's a it's a big it's a good change. I think the the previous look was a little too goofy to be like a new Japan heel, you know. And I think yeah. I think this look is a lot better, but I don't know if you disagree.
0: No, it's it's better. I just I uh I thought Tanahashi might win the World Tag League until I found out who his partner was and then I was like "Eh, probably not now looking at this I'm like I guess not so I don't know what they plan on having Tanahashi do well okay well I think better uh, not be in a fucking tag match or some bullshit he might
1: well he might be facing Okam yeah I guess but we'll talk about that in a second the mystery partner is indeed Jeff Cobb Uh, he looked like he was trying to grow an evil goatee I think but I don't think it's quite come in yet
0: yeah, uh, but I yeah. was a little upset about that because I think Cobb is such an awesome baby face. But I, I, I guess he looked good as a he heel. heel such a lovable, no, he looked good as a heel, but he's such a lovable guy when he does promos backstage and everything. And uh, I'm gonna miss him as a baby face. That's it. I'm sure he'll make a good heel. I just miss
1: he, he basically the big old
0: big teddy bear Jeff Cobb who makes, wants everyone to have. He loves to have fun. You know, <laughs> he's gonna be an evil man.
1: Lots of lots. Of, most people hate fun. So
0: yeah, I know. So yeah. he's different. Uh,
1: but yeah, Cobb, Cobb, I thought he looked good here as, like, this big, intense dude. He didn't really even look like, I don't know, he's trying to play it like he's, I guess, the straight face, like, gun for hire kind of thing, which I think, I think it's a good look for him. I think it makes sense. But yeah, he, like, immediately attacked Hanarei before, after entering the ring, because he's a bad man now. Uh, you know, Tanahashi and Hanarei fought back very briefly. Uh, we got a nice spin kick combo from Hinare. But then he ran right into the scissors kick from Ocon. And then Ocon tossed an RA directly into the tour of the audience from Cobb. That was kind of cool. Like, he took him yeah. and just, like, threw him right into it. And then he, like, put like, it. Is
0: that it? Damn. And then he yeah. put
1: his hands behind his back like a badass and while Cobb pinned him. But, yeah, it was. T- it's tough to write this because it's so short. But, you know, just give it an average rating of two. It was and was there
0: to make Cobb look like a badass. And, yeah. And I
1: think it worked. Well, the team, too, I think. The team, yeah. too.
0: Like, an unstoppable, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I'd give it like the average rating of two and a half because there was nothing wrong with it. Uh, and they looked very promising. It's like a powerhouse heel team. Uh, you know, Hanari showed good fire, but uh, I guess he's back to being... A, he, he, all this time he takes to come back and he's losing in two minutes his first match. It's kind of feel bad for him. Um, afterwards, so now I guess why I think the next match could be... Or Tanahashi's rest match could be Okan. Uh, Okan grabbed Tanahashi, brought him in the ring. He put his bad leg in a leg hold... Uh, a pair of young lions tried to stop him but Cobb quickly fought them off and Okan grabbed the chair from under the ring and nailed Tanahashi's leg with the chair so I don't know, maybe they're to- maybe they're teasing Tanahashi and Okan as a singles match at the Dome but they posed over Tanahashi afterwards and then left So I mean, might as well, what else is either guy going to do, you know?
0: Yeah, I guess I think if we didn't have the current circumstances, they'd probably have something else for Tanahashi, but yeah. Like maybe get someone from maybe these shores, but yeah, okay.
1: okay, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do?
0: I mean, just I'm assuming he's gonna lose because O'Connor has to get a singles win eventually, and it's like, poor Tamahashi, he can't get a win, save his life.
1: But, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the, that's the way they're using him right now. I don't know. Yeah. I know you're not happy about it. You and you and some other people too, my neck my guest next week. I think is also very unhappy about it. Right,
0: uh, I'm considering voting for Tanahashi Wrestle of the Year, and I don't want to do more with them.
1: Well, you can't vote him Wrestle of the Year. Maybe, maybe most outstanding. Why can't I vote him rest of the Year. You're gonna vote? You're gonna vote him rest of the Year when he hasn't done anything?
0: He's done things outside of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Remember that that thing he did where he wanted to help all the other companies? Uh, was, I guess that was just so awesome, and yeah. I, I said I'm considering. I didn't say I'm gonna do it
1: uh match number four robbie eagles defeats doki in 1035 with the iran First
0: competitive like match on the show that and i i think doki deserves better then
1: please stop cutting me off before i give the match oh, result okay. and the move uh robbie eagles defeats doki in 1035 with the ron miller special now please give me your thoughts sir
0: oh i just like i like doki so. I like
1: Doki a lot, too. You just keep coming off where I can read the... Like, I'm trying to get the result, the time, and the, the move like they do on the website, and then you can begin talking. That's all. Uh, but yeah, Doki's awesome. Well do you have any more thoughts on Doki?
0: I know every group needs the guy to get pinned, but, uh... And Taka's no longer there, so he's the new Taka, but he's better. He's been really good, and... I hope he gets some actual wins in this tournament. Maybe I mean last time he was in it he just beat the young lion and I'm sure he'll do that again. But uh I think he maybe should get a win over be one of the peop pe- if Wato is like in it till the end, one of the people he should lose to, the few losses is probably Doki, I think would be a good idea. And I think I I just hope Doki just doesn't go one in and and eight this year, one and yeah, one, one and eight. eight.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I think he should get like maybe at least two other wins, but we'll see
1: uh doki so oh robbie eagles looked very pumped to be back which i'm really yeah, surprised yeah, he very
0: happy. i uh, guess his team with osprey's done has he so mentioned that at all he, has, on Twitter he, or whatever? he
1: just said when the day osprey turned he said he was really shocked or something but yeah, yeah. I, I wrote about i guess you didn't read my best super junior preview because i wrote that uh we don't we, we're not sure you know which way it's going to go with that will he betray chaos for the empire i think the date to circle is when he fights he fights show. Because uh, you know that would be the chaos versus chaos match, maybe you know maybe that maybe he'll betray, you know maybe Osprey will run in or something, but uh, you know I, I I don't think we I don't think we know yet is the thing, I guess we'll see. Okay. Um, I mean you couldn't you see him being the Empire's junior every way I could see it. Yeah, I mean they're gonna need one eventually. Um, but yeah, Doki attacks him for the bell. Uh, Eagles comes back with a really nice uh, arm drag using the ropes and a Rana. And then he hits a kick that sends him to the floor. And a really nice tope hilo Uh, You know, they fight on the floor for a little bit. Doki tries to use a chair. The rough catches the chair. But uh, Doki shoves him aside and grabs his trusty pipe. And he does, like, this pipe of swisted swinging neckbreaker on the floor. That was pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, some good action here. Uh, I actually took a surprising amount of notes here. So I'm trying to go through them really quickly. Uh, You know, so there is... That springboard DT that Doki does is awesome. Yeah, It's just a cool as hell move. Like he does, executes it so fast. Uh, did you see Hiromu, Uh Hiromu's like book he put up on Twitter of all the, the names he has for everybody.
0: Oh no, I haven't seen that. So he
1: put for for Doki, he put like something like guy who does really cool moves or something. And I do think it's apropos because his moves yeah. are very cool. The springboard DT is cool. He did like this really this huge counter lariat that looked really cool. Um but yeah i went like uh the crowd seemed really into doki trying to pull off the upset um especially when he set up for the suplex de la luna but eagles got out of it got a cradle for the and nearly gets a cradle for the pen doki came back with his own wacky cradle that got like a 2.999 count really great near fall uh just for just we got the 10 minute call but eagles hit the turbo backpack and then the 450 to the leg And he pulled Doki to the middle and locked in his inverted figure four, the Ron Miller special for the tap out. Uh, I went three and a half on this. I thought it was good. You could like nitpick Doki's leg selling. Uh, He did kind of go a little, you know, off and on with that. Although he wasn't the only guy tonight. Um, There were like a few little awkward spots down the very end stretch. But I thought both guys looked good here and uh you know, Eagles, he, he's wrestled almost no matches this year, as I talked about in my written preview for the Super Junior, but uh he really showed no ring rust at all, I thought. And Doki was good and he's been good for eons, so you know, people gotta respect Doki. But yeah, I thought this was a good match. Did you did you also enjoy it, buddy?
0: Yeah, I said <laughs> I enjoyed
1: it. Yeah. Okay. Uh the next match, the World Tag League, uh, Dangerous Techers, Zach Sabre Jr. and Taichi. Defeating, John, yeah.
0: What was the time of the match?
1: <laughs> Defeating Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi in ten twenty um, nine. Uh, Zack Saber Junior. pinning Yoshihashi with a sunset flip. Uh, what do you think of this one?
0: Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, once again, I, uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, Yoshihashi and Goto, I guess, could be the ones that win this thing. I, I don't like. I, I, we haven't even discussed this who do you think is winning the world
1: tag league guy finley, have and, no, I, david
0: finley no, and david finley
1: david Finlay. who's again do you think Robinson, yeah.
0: I don't know. yeah i guess so i guess it could be them but um i i enjoyed this match it wasn't like i think uh, dangerous taggers are one of the best teams in the world right now and i think they're going to have much better matches as time goes on so depending on who they face but yeah it, it was it was fun
1: I thought this was good. I think maybe I liked it more than you did. But they, you know, Taichi and Zach started out beating the crap out of them all over ringside. There's a lot of choking in this match. And it. I liked how it played all the way into the finish.
0: Uh, well, they just had that tag title match, these two teams, that was really good. Yeah, there I was remember. no so, so, way to... And good. this was one-third the length and one... Yeah, it wasn't going to be as good. Yeah, so. I
1: totally agree. I mean, the, the the tag title match was like four and a quarter, I think. Yeah, I like. the match
0: was and awesome,
1: yeah. This was, like, this was like three and a half, so it's still good. But like you said, one-third the length. Um, but yeah, we, we saw, um, you know, Taichi, like, got this big axe bomber that almost took Yoshihashi's head off, um, you know, Yoshihashi and Goto hit this really cool, um, headhunter, you know, that flipping neckbreaker he does, Russian leg sweep combo for a two count, and then the finishing stretch, you know, they, so Zach and Taichi have been choking repeatedly, and, you know, that played into the finish with Taichi choking Goto down just as Zack was able to reverse Yoshihashi into that sunset flip out of nowhere for the pen. So I love that, like, choking actually played into the finish. It was just a a fun little, uh, you know, and that's why Goto couldn't break up the pen. So it was a fun little touch there. But yeah, three and a half stars, good match. Um, You know, not as good as their tag title match like you said. Uh, The next match was back in the best of the Super Junior. Show defeating Bushi in ten twenty with the shock arrow. Uh, what did you think of Show and Bushi? Uh,
0: I enjoyed this one, too. Uh, Bushi's another guy who feels like uh, should be pushed a little more, but he never gets like buried completely, even though he is the, the LIJ go-to get pinned guy. They always... Every they don't, year well, they don't, they,
1: get... The thing is, LIJ doesn't lose that many matches. So they don't lose that many yeah. matches.
0: If they have to, he's usually the guy, but he... I mean every year he gets usually a junior title match or something or gets a little push that year. And he's been junior champion. So uh, I think twice. I think he's had two reigns. I could be wrong.
1: No, I think it's only but, one. Um,
0: it's just only one. Okay. But he but he's but he, he's he's won it. But um I mean it's just hard for him to be with with the the guy in his own group being like the most over junior in the company. Mm-hmm. Um but this match was enjoyable. Um I, I do feel bad that Yo's not there, but uh yeah hopefully he gets better you know what you're probably thinking
1: of he briefly had the he in 2016 he had the cmll uh world welterweight title he was carrying he was carrying that around new japan but yeah that's
0: probably why i'm thinking twice yeah Yeah,
1: that was like late 2015 into 2016 and then he won the junior title from kushida uh at the in the fall of 2016 so but yeah uh yeah i thought this match was you know pretty good maybe i thought it was a tad disappointing honestly like i went three and a quarter yeah i I wish they'd given it a little
0: more time i could think it could have been better yeah
1: yeah. i mean there was like you know there was like a period where nothing much of note really happened up to like the five minute call but show you know he had a really nice comeback with some really hard middle kicks uh he hit three straight arm breakers uh nice little middle kick to the arm Bushi caught the second middle kick to the arm, though, and then, like, got some offense of his own. This nice little basement drop kick and uh, tope suicida, But, you know, they, they went back and forth for a bit. Show got a cross arm breaker. Bushi tried to roll him up out of it for a really close near fall. Uh, but Show then got, like, a giant German suplex, really dropped Bushi with that one, and then followed up with his double knee lung blower and then got the shock arrow for the pin. Um, you know, three and a quarter. Some parts that were just there for me. Some good action. Like I said, a little disappointing because I, I think Show and Buji are probably capable of better. But, the, you know, like you said, they didn't have a ton of time either, so. Uh, the next match was in the World Tag League. Evil and Yujiro Takahashi defeating Sonata and Shingo Takagi. Evil pinning Sonata in 12-20 with the Evil. Um, I don't know what... This is one of these matches where, like... That gra the people on that Grapple app have just decided.
0: Uh oh. What? <laughs> what? I really like this match, so I have. a This feeling... is good. Wasn't good? Yeah. I mean, I only. Why wanted... they didn't like it? They thought it sucked.
1: Do and they just mean... hate anyone?
0: Any match with Sonata or Evil? I don't understand. Uh, but don't don't doesn't everyone on that app love Lij? They just hate. Well, I guess no, no, no. Like,
1: they don't. They don't. I don't think they love Lij. I think they no. just. I I don't know. I but I, this... I can't. Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? This is a match where you
0: look at the four names, Sonata, Shingo, Evil, Yujiro. You look at their four pictures on the website, and it's kind of like the game they used to play on Sesame Street. Um, one of these things is not like the others. One of these <laughs> things doesn't belong, you know? Yeah. But uh, I think – I think you, I, I don't like to hate on Yujiro that much, but he really is not that good. And this year's G1, he felt like he wasn't trying even. I don't know, but um, – he was he was there, but I thought this match. I thought all the stuff with Evil Sonata was awesome, and how like they know each other's moves and everything, and know how to counter, and knows what they're. And because they were together for so long, and Shingo is just like like the, one of the greatest fucking wrestlers in history. So of course he's awesome in every match he's in. Like you could tell him have a shitty match, and he'd still have an awesome match out of just instinct. I think. But uh, yeah, I thought this match was great. But uh, here, tell me that people didn't like it. Here we go.
1: Yeah, I don't it has like let me see if the update average rating is on Grapple. It's at 2.66. I, I I don't know what the, oh, I mean come on. The Grapple people really hate evil and So I, it's evil. That, I thought it was sonata they. I know. well, I don't think they like sonata that much either, but they really hate evil. Why? right. Well, you, you, I guess because of the... Okay, this is where I don't get it. Because the complaints are about too much Dick Togo interference and stuff. Okay, He okay. interferes one time in this match. Yeah, he barely very-
0: interfered in this match. And I have another question for you, John. Every time I hear someone review a match, sometimes this happens multiple times when they're talking about the same show. They're saying, oh, uh, Evil had a match. Interference, so it sucked. Kent had a match. Interference, so it sucked. Jay White had a match. Interference, so it was great! And I'm like... <laughs> why is it great when Jay White does it, but the other two, it sucks. I uh, don't, Is it because Jay White's so boring that it makes that something happens and it like wakes you up. I don't, why do, why does everyone give a pass for Jay White for the interference bullshit, but not evil or
1: Kenta? I don't, I don't know. What, what, I like, what is I, the I, reason? Think she, I think Jay White's great, but I don't, I don't get the double standard either. I
0: think Jay, Jay White is good. I just think he'll be a lot better as a, as a baby face one day. But, but I, I literally don't understand why when people talk about evil or Kenta, all they talk about is the interference and how it sucks. But when they talk about a Jay White match, they don't bring it up. Or they just say it sucked, but the match is still great. Yeah. Um, why didn't it ruin that match, but it ruined... I, I, I don't. Yeah. I, there is definitely a double standard there. I'm just, I just wanted to say that. I've been, that's been frustrating me for a while. And I don't understand it. Somehow there was it works with Jay White. Why?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, like, I, was, I was honestly pretty stunned when I saw that average rating. Because, like, everybody's been saying nonstop... That Dick Togo interferes way too much in these evil matches. He interferes too much. He interferes too much. They finally do a match where Dick Togo does nothing until the very fucking end, and it's still getting like you know under two and three quarters on on Grapple. I don't. I don't know people. I guess people just want evil to uh, walk into the sea because I don't. I don't really get what else the guy can do here. Because yeah, this match was a lot of fun. I mean. You know, it wasn't, like, the best match I've ever seen or anything. I only went three and a half on it. But, like, you know, th- th- there were some parts early on where, you know, it could have been a little more exciting. Mostly, like, the heat segment on Sonata with, like, these, you know. And that was mostly Yujiro with these, like, repeated, uh, you know, these repeated leg drops. I'm sorry. I guess early in the match, Dick Togo hit a couple punches on Sonata. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh. But basically from that point until the very end... Uh, you know, there's nothing. The evil hates the ring announcer thing. By the way, is my new favorite gimmick, because you know he sends Sonata into the railing in front of the ring announcer table to send that guy flying, and then he does it again. But this time he sh- shoulder blocks Sonata from the apron into the railing, of course, right in front of the announce table again, sending him flying again. I just that's a really funny like running joke now. Um, but yeah, like there's the the whole like finishing stretch in this match was a lot of fun. Um, you know, Shingo got to run wild on both guys, uh, you know, they did this Evil, you know, Evil tried to do that hand light to Marty Asami for a kick thing, but Shingo, like, countered to a dragon screw, uh, which was a cool little counter. Uh, Evil and Yujiro came back with, like, these stereo fisherman flexes on both guys, which was pretty cool. Um, you know, Evil went for the Darkness Falls, he got it, actually, actually for a two-count. He went for the STO, the Evil STO, uh, Sonata countered. Shingo came back in, got a pumping bomber on Evil, like a big pumping bomber, just as we got the 10-minute call. They double-teamed Evil, leading up to a TKO from Sonata for a two-count. Sonata got the skull end locked in and spun him around, but Evil got out and backed him up into the ropes. And then Euter distracted the ref when Togo went for the spoiler's choke, but it didn't even work. Sonata fought him off as the the crowd kept clapping him on. Uh, He schoolboyed Evil for a two-count, which I thought could have been the finish. And then locked him back in the dragon sleeper again. Uh he let go when you ran in, but then Evil low blowed uh e- Sonata from behind with the ref, you know, out position, and then hit the STO for the pen. So Evil gets his win back from the G one block final. I assume they're doing Evil versus Sonata, um, you know, from the for the like one more time, as like the you know, the uh what's the word I'm looking for? The tiebreak or something. The the rubber match, there we go. Oh, when do you think? Do
0: I think Evil's facing... Oh, wait, Jay White already has Night 2. Yeah. yeah, I think they're doing Evil yeah. Sonata. I don't is, know when they're going to do Evil versus White. I keep I feeling they're, like they're building of that match. I but...
1: think they're going to do it after Wrestle Kingdom. I don't know. I think I guess. like a long, okay. yeah. long-term thing. But yeah, Evil Evil Sonata at Wrestle Kingdom, I think. But yeah, this was good. I thought it was better than I was expecting. Uh, you know, three and a half stars, good match. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next match... Ryusuke, Taguchi versus El Desperado. Uh, Taguchi gets the win in 1235 by pinfall. Uh, You know, another really good match here. Um, I thought, what'd you think? No, I I really
0: enjoyed this match. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of fun watching it. I clapped at the end. I thought Taguchi's very entertaining.
1: I mean, both guys, both these guys. No, yeah,
0: there. Desperado is too. Yeah, but I just mean when Teguchi really it gets serious, he can have a really great match. Yeah, is what I meant. Yeah, but uh, I think everyone mostly knows that.
1: Well, some people still deny it, uh, but yeah, Des- Desperado went after Taguchi's leg to start. He like pulled him in the corner and was like slamming the leg repeatedly into the ring post. After hitting a basement drop kick, uh, he locked in an Indian death lock back in the ring. Uh, Taguchi does sound like death, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, he does finally make the ropes to break. Um, you know, we get kind of a funny moment where, like... Despy is ready for the hip attack. So Taguchi fakes him out. Gives him, like, a funny look when he actually doesn't do it. But then when he tries to do it anyway... Desperado still counters into that Manhattan drop. But Taguchi then comes back with, like, a somersault roll... Into the hip attack. That looked co- actually looked really cool. And then he does his awesome, like, dive. I think he's done this before. But basically... Instead of, like, springing off of, like, the, the stuff you normally see, he basically, like, it's hard to describe, he springboards himself off the corner pad. Like, not actually climb the top rope. He just kicks off the corner pad and then uses that momentum to jump over all the way over the top to the floor. Like, it looks really cool. Uh, you know, it kind of sums up Taguchi in a nutshell, where he's, like, goofy, but, like, sincerely good at wrestling, you know? Um, but, yeah, Taguchi... Gets the ankle lock on Desperado for the first time. Uh, Despy, again, does a great job selling it like crazy. I remember when he was like acting like he was going to fucking... I don't know. Like His selling of the ankle lock was really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a really good seller. this match is very entertaining.
1: And then Taguchi, did you see him like almost go for Hadouken or something? When he was doing like his usual wacky step to the bombay A hip attack? It looked like he was doing Hadoukens. Like with his hands... Oh, he- yeah, he was. Yeah, those were strange. I don't know what he was doing with that. But, yeah. uh, and then Desperado though was able to duck the Bamae hip attack by doing the split, which sent Taguchi flying out of control. That was I didn't see that coming. That was cool. Uh, he then hit a big basement drop kick to Taguchi's leg, a particularly brutal looking dragon screw, uh, and that set up his stretch muffler. Good setup there, but Taguchi's able to make the ropes. Uh, he can't. He went for the Dodon after that, but he couldn't quite get it due to his leg. But then he had a perfect drop kick, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But what are you going to do? Uh, he does get the running, bamae hip attack, goes right back to selling the leg after that. You know, very often on selling, uh, we do a big reversal sequence with Desperado looking for the pinche loco. Taguchi gets out of it. It's a big leaping in Zagiri. goes for the Dodone again. Despy rolls through it into a cradle, but Taguchi cuts back into his own cradle, and that gets the pin. I love, I love the finish. It was just a great like cradle remission. oh yeah the,
0: fin- the finish was great that was yeah. yeah
1: so a lot of fun I would go I would have gone even higher if it wasn't for Taguchi's like inconsistent leg selling but I went three and three quarters I thought this was really good but uh, yeah there you go both guys sold super well other than Taguchi like occasionally forgetting about the leg work but it built really well in the time they were given uh, into the shock cradle finish like just it's a like some matches really do just build and build and build really well and this one like, as far as only having, you know, 12 and a half minutes, I thought they really made the finish feel, like, you know, like impactful by the end, you know? Like, it yeah, definitely, yeah. it all built up to that. Uh, the semi-main event, the last World Tag League match, Juice Robinson and David Finley defeating Gorillas of Destiny, uh, Juice pinning Tamatanga in 1642 with the Doomsday Device. What'd you think of this one?
0: Uh, I thought this was different than a lot of the other tag match it why did you not like it
1: i i went two and three quarters i didn't think it was like anything that great. I, I don't know it kind of just really dragged for me and i i seem to be the low one looking at grapple it's, it has a 3.48 average right now so I, I guess a lot of people thought it was better than i did but yeah just it just kind of dragged for me
0: i think i'm somewhere in between i just think the match went a little too long considering the what they were doing but i uh i still mostly enjoyed it i uh I'm glad to see Rules of Death State are finally back in Japan. Um, and Finley's also finally back in Japan. Finley looked really and, excited. Yeah, he, I'm sure he's very happy. And uh, <clears throat> usually the last few years, haven't G.O.D. always made it to the finals and lost? Isn't that like been the tradition? I mean, they, they were always champions at the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess um, we'll see what happens this year. But I, I thought this match was... I, I think I liked it a little bit better than you. I, I It was, it was kind of like, I don't want to say this without making me sound like I hated it, but it kind of seemed a little more WWE style, am mm. I sounding crazy, but without being bad, but then the other matches, and I always felt like G.O.D. kind of wrestles a little bit like that. Does that make sense to you, or do i sound nuts i don't know I, no, I don't know how to really explain it without making it sound like i hate it because i don't mean it's bad i just mean it's more similar to them sometimes yeah. too what i'm saying is i think they would do really well in wwe in addition to new japan is what i mean to say i think they would adapt to their style very easily
1: yeah
0: but i mean but i still thought the match was was was, was pretty good
1: yeah and no, I i agree i think it's uh you know I I thought it was a not like an awful match or anything but it just uh, there's something to it where it didn't really it didn't really click with me I don't know maybe I just was losing focus on the show by this point but like you know just felt like a lot of like they they did two heat segments they did one on juice and one on Finley and you know sometimes that works but here it just felt like it kind of dried on forever Um, you know and then the match just to me like it didn't feel like it built anywhere like it felt like you know especially compared to the last match it just felt like it was always building to the finish, like, this match really meandered to me with, like, after they got through those two, you know, Heat segment one and Heat segment two, uh, you know, Juice gets tagged in again, and then after that point, it just kind of meandered. Like, both teams just kind of traded moves. Like, it's not like it was bad, but there's just nothing there that felt like it was, you know, really building to a finish. And, like, the the actual finish with, like, I, I don't know, like, the Doomsday device just kind of felt, like, a little anticlimactic to me. I don't know. Uh, two and three quarters for me. Didn't, didn't do a ton for me until the very end. The last couple minutes were, were pretty good. And that, like, added a quarter star to me to keep it, like, to make it, like, above average. But, you know, definitely not. I seem to be the low person on this one, though, so. Maybe I was just kind of, like, burning out in the show or something. Uh, Juice, afterwards, seemed somewhat horrified. They were two ten-year-olds with happy beer t-shirts. But that was funny. He's like, "They're, they're not old enough to drink. But. Uh, the main event was Hiromu Takahashi in the final Best of Super Junior match, defeating Taiji Ishimori in twenty oh six with the time bomb. Uh, what'd you think of this one? Uh I thought it was
0: good, but not as good as matches they've had before. Um I mean it was a lot shorter. I mean how their last match
1: I don't th- I think this was longer than Jingu. Was it? I think Jingu was okay,
0: you might be right. I mean the best match was obviously best of super junior finals.
1: Yeah.
0: And, but uh man I, but why, what what is this getting on uh grapple like this has a
1: four point uh this is like by far match of the night it has a 4.14 so i, uh, I mean maybe, that's a,
0: maybe i was like starting to zone out like you said before when i was watching this match but yeah I, did, I don't think i liked it as much i I didn't really enjoy it yeah buddy
1: their last their last match when their Jingu match went 13 and a half minutes really and I enjoy that match more. I I agree. I mean, I went four and a half on that one, and I went four and a quarter on this one. But I, th- I thought this match was awesome. So I'm definitely on the side of the grapple users on this one. So, uh, you know, I thought this match was awesome. I mean, they did all sorts of stuff. They, uh, you know, we got some really fast-paced action. Oh, they there's the spot early on. They did, like, a, a variation of a spot from Jingu where Hiromu went for the big sunset flip powerbomb, Ishimori flipped backwards off the apron and landed on his feet to escape. Horomu was ready for that this time and like tried to rush forward with a rana, but Ishimori still caught him in midair and like powerbound on uh, power him on the apron. So that was really great. Uh so that was like one of the highlights of the match to me. Uh there was some great like uh fast pace fast-paced action. Um you know they, they, they did like a great rebound German from Hiromu. There's like, Ishimori, like, no sold it and hit a reverse Rana. Uh, but he ran it on Hiromu and get, got tossed into the corner with this huge overhead belly to belly. And then Ishimori did this apron power driver on, Ishi- on Hiromu. It looked, looked like it killed him. I mean, that apron pile driver was ridiculous. Um, Ishimori tried to follow up with the triangle moonsault, but Hiromu somehow caught him, like, as he landed and turned it into a Michinoku driver on the floor. Uh, and that gave us, we got the 10 minute call just after that. Um, you know, it's crazy. They packed all this stuff into just 10 minutes at this point. Um, back in the ring, Hiromu hit the dynamite plunger that got a two count. Um, Ishimori tried to come back, but got cut off by this enormous lariat from Hiromu, which got another two count that he, Ishimori took this crazy flip bump off that lariat too. It was awesome. Um, he came back with his own lariat Honestly, wasn't as good, but what can you do? He then got the he got the La Mystica into a cross face. He rolled Hiromu back to the middle as Hiromu kept teasing that he might tap. At one point, he stopped the mat like once, and Red Shoes was like, "Are you, are you tapping? Are you tapping?" So that was, yeah, was really, really yeah, good. That was great.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Ishimori hit another lariat after Hiromu ducked the first couple attempts. The second lariat he did was much better than the first one, and then he like put his foot on his chest to signal that it was over. But Hiromu came back with a front suplex into like a face buster, which that looked pretty cool. Uh, Got a two count. Then he hit some kind of running... Well, he hit that running Death Fire driver in the corner and then deadlifted him back up to his feet without ever letting Ishimori down and hit another Death Fire driver on the mat. That looked awesome. And then he hit a... uh, Picked Ishimori back up and hit the time bomb. And that was the pin. Um, Yeah, I thought this was awesome. The only critique I really have... Especially for the ending, as I felt it, it felt a little anticlimactic to me. Like Hiromu just hit a couple moves, and then the time bomb of the pen. Yeah,
0: that's what I, th- I, I couldn't believe that was the finish when it happened. I was like, "Oh wow, really?" Well,
1: you yeah. could argue, I guess, that it's because Do Japan has trained us into thinking we need like an elaborate, like yeah, finisher, yeah. and reversal sometimes dance. they
0: they need to do just to finish her, just to show it can happen like Yeah, finish and win yeah no I agree
1: uh, and the, the other problem too is that obviously Hiromu has a much more deadly super finisher now yeah. so I definitely thought which I room, thought he would
0: use to beat the champion Yeah, more likely. but maybe he will in the finals we'll
1: see yeah mm-hmm. but there you go so this match was still awesome ton of great action very impressive moves <laughs> moves with a Z moves uh, mm-hmm. but didn't have the amazing and tight story of the Jingu match so I went four and a quarter here versus four and a half at Jingu. Uh, but yeah, this was an awesome main event to cap a really fun show. I mean, like, you, you probably don't have to go out of your way to see a lot of stuff on this show, but uh, I would highly recommend the main event. And I would recommend the Desperado to Gucci Mats too. Uh, like, those two, I if you don't...
0: recommend the tag match, too, with Evil and Yudro versus Sonata. And...
1: Okay. Okay, uh,
0: I guess I'm... you don't agree. No, that, okay. that
1: one's fine. I mean, that's my next I'm tier stressed. down. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it three and a half for next yeah. tier down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the best, let's see, the world tag lead stands after night one. Uh, we have Finjuice, Evil, and Yujiro, Dangerous Techers, Okan, and Cobb, and Ishii, and Yano, all at let 1 0. Let
0: me guess, we have a bunch of people tied for first and a bunch of people tied for
1: second. Yes. The Gorillas oh, of no, Destiny, no, Sonata, no. and Shingo, Goto and Yoshihachi, Hiros Tanahashi, and Toa Hanare, and Folly, and Owens, all at 0 1. The best of Super Junior standings, we have Hiromu, Toguchi, Sho, Eagles, and Wato all at 1-0. And, and we have Ishimori, Desperado, Bushi, Doki, and Owimura all tied at 0-1. Uh, let's take a quick look ahead at the next two shows, which again, uh, you can hear me cover on the Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestlingomakase. Only $5. Uh, the World Tag League Night 2, that's tomorrow when I'm recording. That's Monday, November 16th. Uh, opens up with Yoda Suji versus Gabriel Kidd in a non-tournament match. Then we have G.O.D. against Folly and Owens, both at zero points. Um, I would expect G.O.D. to get their first win. I don't know if you agree.
0: What was that? I missed that last part. G.O.D.
1: versus Folly and Owens is the first tournament match. G-O-D. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, G.O.D. will probably win.
1: Uh, Godo and Yoshihashi against Okan and Cobb. That's an interesting one. Uh, Godo and Yoshi don't have a win yet, but I kind of think they're going to keep the momentum going with Okan and Cobb.
0: I agree, yeah. And uh, I think God, if they lose again, that just shows they might be one of the people alive in the last night. They'll pick up a bunch of wins in a row, go to and Yoshi, Yoshi, and then lose one of the final nights. Yeah, uh,
1: Finn Juice versus Evil and Udra, they're both 1-0. Um, I can see that one going either way. Maybe Finn Juice, but, you know.
0: I, same, I can see it going either way.
1: Uh, Ishii and Yano at one and zero versus Sonata and Shingo zero one. I'd expect Sonata and Shingo to win that.
0: Me, me too.
1: Yeah. And the main event, Tanahashi and Hanari at zero one against the dangerous Techers at one to zero. Um, I could, I kind of think Tanahashi and Hanari are going to win. I think. Well, they
0: they could be doing Tanahashi and Zack Saber one of those nights too. I, well, I don't know. He's remember he beat him in the the last night the G one, which made me think that was going to lead to something. When Tanahashi beat Saber, yeah, and Saber got like like had a, had his freak out. I mean, maybe that won't go anywhere for a while. But I kept thinking that would go somewhere. That's what made me think Tanahashi might win the tag league. But uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it could be it could be Tanahashi gets another win pinning Saber again, and Saber really wants a match with Tanahashi at some point. Yeah, but they have nothing to fight for really. Yeah. Saber doesn't have his, that British belt he wins every two seconds. So, uh, yeah, I guess I guess we'll see.
1: Uh Best of Super Juniors Night 2 is on Wednesday from Korakien. Uh it opens up with a tag match, Satoshi Kojima and Tomoyaki Hama against Yuji Nagata and Gabriel Kidd. Uh then we get Yuya Ohimura versus Bushi. They're both 0 and 1. Congratulations on your first win, Bushi. Bushi. Yep. Yeah. Uh Master Wato at 1 and 0 against Robbie Eagles at 1 and 0. Um I could see Wato winning this if he's going to go on a yeah, run. Yeah, I
0: I could see that happening, yeah.
1: Uh Show at 1 and 0 versus Doki in 0 and 1. I assume Show wins that. Yeah,
0: Show. You
1: can go. Uh, Ryusuke Taguchi at 1 0 versus Taiji Ishimori 0 1. Um, probably Ishimori. I could see Taguchi winning because he lost that that feud to Ishimori last year and they'd like to give guys wins back, but uh
0: if it wasn't if he wasn't fighting Taguchi on the second night, which would mean he'd have to lose twice in a row, I would say Taguchi has more of a chance. And Toguchi might be one of the few guys to pin him, but I I think Taiji will probably get his first win the year.
1: And then the main event, Hiromu at one and zero versus Desperado at on one. First of all, I can't fucking wait for that match. They're yep. gonna they're gonna tear the house down again. I'm uh, thinking Desperado but I think so. Desperado wins too. I think Desperado yeah. does win that match, but we'll see. Uh so there you go. All right, folks. Uh, I guess we can wrap things up here. Quinlan, do you want to plug your Twitter? You can never remember the handle of.
0: I, I remember now. I'm underscore not underscore
1: Quinlan. There you go. Do you want to tell the people the backstory real quick? Have you ever done that before? I don't remember.
0: I, I think we must have multiple times. <laughs> you think we told? I could have sworn we've. But I mean, if you want to go over it, it's because of uh, Smash <laughs> Brothers. <laughs> Smash um, but, uh, the original on N64, oh, yeah. I feel like we've told this story, but it, I mean, it's a quick story. I was playing with some friends. I was playing as Donkey Kong. This is like, once again, this is the original one on a Nintendo 64. That's what yeah. we played in high school. That was the only one out at the time. Um, and they were wondering who was playing Samus. And someone said, I think Quinlan's Samus. And I meant to s- blurt out, I'm not Samus. Instead, I blurted out the top of my lungs, I'm not Quinlan. <laughs> and we all kind of laughed at that, and I was like, "Oh no, wait! I mean, I'm not Samus." So
1: that's right. where, that's where it, that's so where it started. From. There you go. So that that's what now a 20 year running joke, I guess. Yeah, I,
0: yeah more than 20 years. <laughs> this would, would have been like 99. Oh
1: no, no 2000.
0: Smash came out. So, Yeah, about 20
1: years. About 20 years. There you go. All right, folks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at wrestle omikase. Wrestling, of course, would not fit. Uh, in the meantime, I want to thank you as always for listening. Don't forget to check out the Patreon for all of the daily audio coverage, starting with the World Tag League Night 2 on Monday, these best of Super Junior on Wednesday, the DO coming up. Uh, next week, on the free fee, we will have a, another show covering two shows, uh, the World Tag League Night 4 from Sunday, and the DDT DO Night 1. Uh, my guest will be Jeff from the Voice of Wrestling uh, Network, I guess, Voice of Wrestling columnist. Uh, and he'll be on with me to discuss those two shows. So there you go, folks. Thank you, as always, for listening, and we'll see you next time.